Hayesville, North Carolina, and we're at Studio 1891 Ink and Art, and we're lucky enough to have the owner, Joel Bauer. Joel, what is this place? Well, it's a tattoo shop, but people get kind of confused when they walk in. <laughs> what have we got over here? Well, we got a little bit of a collection. So uh, when I bought the building, I realized that it was a little bigger than I needed for just my tattoo ink space. Right. So with my wife and I, we decided to uh, put some of our collection that was probably just in storage. And there's a lot more in storage, by the way. <laughs> so this is constantly changing. So we bring stuff in and give people something to look at while they're waiting or right. coming in off the square just to have more retail in Hayesville. I got you. I got you. How long have you been at this location? Uh, a little over two years in this building. Two yep. years. All right. And you bought it and you've totally redone it. Yeah, it took us about six months or more to renovate the front of the building, the bathrooms. Uh, we changed it to a handicap accessible bathroom from two nice. tiny little good. bathrooms. Good, good, good. Because I do have customers of all. All right, well, let's work our way around. What have we got over here? Well, Catherine, my wife, she makes jewelry and makes stuff. And this is our little art studio spot. So we can paint, uh, make a mess, because we can't really make messes over there. Right. <laughs> per all se. Right. Um, this is where we can really get dirty as artists and create. That's right. not tattooing. Very good. All right, is this where your clients? Yeah, this is our little waiting area. And we have a bar for some people to wait at. Not a bar like there's alcohol per se, but a bar as in sitting and conversating and right. getting business done. Um, got a little waiting area for people and keep the TV going on fun stuff, just as background. Right. Um, and again, more collections. I paint saws. Uh, that started during COVID when they shut me down and I couldn't work for a few weeks, right. or a few months actually. Just like any hairstylist or- uh, Sure, trying to um, make a living. Yeah, so I just kind of was bored. So I started painting on saws and now I've done probably 40 or 50 of them. We sell them, I do custom ones for friends and businesses and give them away as gifts. And... We did a video at Wing House. Yes, Young Harris Wing House, yep, Adam. Yeah. They got a few on display there because they like the vibe and that's yeah. kind of my vibe is their vibe too, yeah. so. Yep, yep. All right, so they wait here. Yep. You tell me about the process. Someone okay. comes in, do they normally say, I want this or? They usually know kind of idea of what they want and then I help them refine it into what they see in their head, hopefully is what I see in my head. Usually what I see in my head is a little more artistic than what they see. So they're usually really stoked about what we come up with that was design wise. So they bring in a basic idea and I would say, you bring the seed in and I'll grow it into the plant that you want it to be. Right. But I need to know yeah. the kind of seed we're growing, if it's right. a wolf or if it's a... Then yeah. you you sketch it out. Yep, we draw it together. I communicate with my client and I rough, do a rough sketch of how big and where it's gonna be and what actual uh, content is in it. And then from there I do a, another drawing and this is all like in the first hour that they're right, waiting, right. you know. Um, then we do another drawing, make a stencil, slap the stencil on and then Rock and roll, buddy. So let's say someone wanted one on their forearm. Yes, sir. Do Does what they have chosen affect where you want to place it? Or do they come in and say, I want a wolf, and do you help them choose a place? Or do they say, I want a wolf there? How does that work? It would depend on, Rick, if you're my client, it would depend on the size. If you said, oh, right. Joel, I want a big wolf, then we're going to go to the bigger spot okay. here because visually it's just going to feel right. right. Something smaller and simpler, definitely smaller. Right. would go lower. Do they normally tell you where they want it placed? That kind of, yeah, we work that out with the size and the detail, because okay. a certain amount of detail ages a certain way in tattoos. I don't know, we've all seen the people from, you know, our grandparents that had a 
it was an anchor, but it looked kind of like a piece of broccoli <laughs> or something, you know, or the pinup girl that looked like, you know. Um, so we learned that tattoos blur a little bit over time. So there's a certain detail at a certain size that's gonna really age well. And we've learned that, of course, in my you know, 15 plus years being in the business, I've seen how stuff just ages. And if you do too much, it turns into a... All right. So you, you stencil it out mm -hmm. and they can look at how it will look, the location, That's it. if they want to move it. Yeah, moving it's easy. That's their last chance. It's This right. is the plans of the house. This is the way we're going to build it. Right. We're breaking ground tomorrow. So Today is the day to change I had meeting. it there. I move it to there. Mm -hmm and there's the outline there, then where do you go next? Well, we would uh, make sure you like it and the size and everything like that, and then we would outline it, which we were talking about earlier, right. which is the kind of making it a coloring book without color. So you have to have the lines, otherwise it's, there's no edges to it, right? right? So we do the outline, that's the first process. Usually we take a little break after that, about five minutes. Um, and then we come back and shade it and then color it or just shade if it's black and gray. Now, where do you do that? That's all the same, yeah. Let's it's a different setup, it's different like, needle configurations. So. All right, so your client comes in, where, where does your client sit? Well, it depends on if it's a leg or back or, we're okay. gonna say it's easy enough right now, right? The forearm or something. Just a forearm? And this would all be covered if this was. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Sanitary um, Yes, yeah, so have a seat. But so you have legs and backs. Yes, yeah, sides, legs, backs. Okay, over there. But arms. if it's a typical, you see a lot of sleeves. Yeah. Okay, so they would sit down. Yep. All right. And actually, we can grab uh, a stencil off the wall. Let's see what we got here. Oh, that's a little big for you, but I did an eagle the other day. <laughs> so right. if this was the stencil, which this right. is not the stencil, and I'm not gonna touch you with it, oh. we would put it on, you'd stick it on, say, this is where I want it. You'd see it. I'd make you get up, look at it in the mirror. Okay. You'd ask your wife, because usually <laughs> she's here to make sure. Right. <laughs> or your significant other. Um, <laughs> And so at that point, that's where it goes. And then you just, you would have a purple outline that we would just, you know, that's where the outline would come from. All right. Um, and a lot of times, I keep these markers here because I'll freehand. I draw on people, like. Okay. You get it the way you Yeah, sometimes to, to fit the body right, I need to draw it on. And the okay. people understand that because they're gonna still see it drawn on, but it's not a pre-drawn stencil. Sure. That's where the custom, custom comes in because then they get to say, he just drew it on me. And well, it's not just ink, it's art. Yeah. It's oh, ink yeah. and art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. Definitely, and it's forever. So we take as much time before to make sure you're comfortable and it's just light messing you up, sorry. I shouldn't. Oh, that's fine. I broke the wall. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that's it. And then the process, usually they come back and get another one. Well, tell me, uh, okay, you have an outline and then you take the needle. Yep. I'll put my glasses on usually. All right, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a setup which is not uh, health department approved. Right, I did it just we're for not this today. Right, yeah. right. Well, this is just a show. This yeah, this is just a show. Um, yeah. The needle goes in here. This tube is just to hold it. It's almost like a pencil, like oh. the wood of a pencil. So that's how you would hold it. This is just to hold it. Again, this okay. feels so weird to do this without gloves. Everybody knows. Do you normally gloved of up? Of course. Right. Everything's totally different than today, uh, right now. Right, right. So, um, yeah, and that's it. It makes a lot of noise, but it's almost. It's just a negative positive and it's just this little spring that makes the noise. And okay. some of the newer machines don't even make noise. Some other ones I have. And before we went on air, that is 1891. Yes, Tied sir. it together for me. Okay, 1891 is a year and that's the year that Samuel O'Reilly patented the electric tattoo machine. So he took Thomas Edison's engraving machine, which 
all he did is add a little ink reservoir at the bottom. So he took this great idea of a perforating paper machine. And when he came back from overseas, he had seen, you know, they're tapping with right, rocks right. and sticks still. And he's like, you know, this is America. We can do better than this, 1891. <laughs> so that was you December 8th, 1891. So he took and got a patent and just added an ink reservoir to that uh, uh, rotary machine. And uh, that was it. The electric tattoo machine was born. And 14 years ago, 15 years ago, when I started the business, it was my plan B name. I thought I was gonna get a better name. I was like, I knew I'd have a better like ink and, you know, ink masters or you know, something really, I, I was just knew I was gonna have a prophetic name and I never got the prophetic name. So I like, love this. I already though. had the ink, I already had the dot com. Nobody had ever used it. I think somebody yeah. in Europe now has used it once since I started right. it, but it's my patented name. Cool, <laughs> and it's man. a little bit of history lesson if people ask. Right. Sometimes I say it's what I made in my SATs, but. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can get that high. What's your most common tattoo? Well, lately, I would say, you know, big moments in life are life and death, things like that. So we obviously do a lot of memorial tattoos. I take those super seriously. We do a lot of talking before we come right. up with a design because I really get into who was that person to you. And some people, they want to do the tattoo for the person who's gone. How are we representing that to you? You look at them and feel, right. how does that make you feel when you look at it? So there's a lot more emotion there than just a date when somebody was born and died. So right. um, that's changed a lot. And then birth flowers because baby footprints and birth flowers and you know the celebratory stuff is, right. it's really a celebration of life and then celebration of life when people aren't here. How long does a normal, if there's such a thing as normal, or grab grab one and say, okay, this one took X amount of time. Yeah, I mean, for instance, you're getting the sun and the right. moon, right? Right, uh, right. I think if I remember this one's got color, but we did the outlining, which is gonna take me about probably 30, 45 minutes. You're gonna get that five minute break just to stretch your legs and get some water if you're thirsty. Right. Um, and then a little bit of shading, that's another 20, 30 minutes. And then color, probably another 20, 30 minutes. I mean, a couple hours for something like this. Okay. With a couple All breaks right. in between. And it doesn't have, the tattoo machine does not stay on the whole time. <laughs> so it would be like, I'm wiping, you're breathing. All right. <laughs> I'm wiping, dipping, you're breathing. I see what they yeah. call a sleeve. Yes, sir. How long, tell us about that process when I see someone who's got a complete sleeve. Well, you're looking at, depending on detail. Some of them are a little right. more detailed, so they're gonna take longer. Cause sure. I can only you know, get so much accomplished in one session. But that's usually for me, it's a session deal. And my clients know that we work on a section, we work on a section, we work on a section, we work on a section okay. and we work our way down or up depending on their, what they want to see first sure. or if they're covering something or working with tattoos they already have. Um, but it's a long-term process, few hours at a time, but I get a lot done in a couple hours. Now, I understand that normally there's all kind of sanitary. You have everything covered and yes, everything. Sir. This is just for demo purposes, uh, demo purposes <laughs> yeah. only. Um, I should have drawn you up one. Now I'm really, <laughs> now I, I really should have had something drawn up and smacked it on you. So like, yeah. Oh, uh, that's okay. Okay. That's okay. I mean, just a case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, 18 is the youngest. Oh yeah, yes sir. 18 yeah. and up. There's no parents consent. A lot of people think sometimes it's 16, 17 year olds with parent consent. Florida and Alabama are the only ones in the Southeast that I know do that. Okay. We do not. We're in North Carolina. We're in North Carolina. Georgia was the same. South Carolina is the same. Okay. What would you say is probably the oldest individual? I know you probably don't ask their name. No, I, I told I told you earlier, I don't ask, uh, when it's over 80, I don't get into the times, but I, we I, certainly 70s to 80s are almost common nowadays. Oh, wow. I mean, and it's, Partly our community, 
And right, right. partly, I think my word of mouth was the people that age that, you know, oh, you, you know, wow, that's, you did that? And they're like, oh man. And the empowerment that they get is, oh man, I'll, I'll never get another feeling off of anything else that I could do in life. Yeah. I really couldn't. Yeah. Um, I can tell you love what you do. I haven't do. talked off camera. Yeah. And you're passionate and you really want to help people. I, I mean, love you people. genuinely, yes. you care, the mm -hmm. detail that goes into it. I take it. Like, it's an honor that somebody wants to collect a piece of my art and then they want to carry it forever. So could you imagine, yeah. oh, you buy a piece of my art that hangs on a wall of a house right. you might sell or it goes into the dumpster right, eventually, right, you know? Right. But uh, this is, I mean, I tell the people, let's make sure this is what you want forever because right. forever is a long time <laughs> yeah. know, if you have a bad yeah. tattoo, certainly. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. You mentioned earlier off air, you, you do a lot of cover-up tattoos. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little about cover-up tattoos. Well, uh, sometimes it's something they don't want to see. Sometimes it's something that the styles have changed, you know, right. uh, and they want to just update it, maybe add some more color now or, right. or just... Uh, the funny thing about older tattoos is they do get a little blurry over, you know, 20, 30 right. years or stuff, right, right. especially like we were talking about earlier, if there's too much. So we can... It's like putting glasses on for the first time. I can tighten everything back up and it comes back to clear. It has crispy edges, you know. Otherwise, we're covering up, you know, Rose or whatever her name was. <laughs> so, people really are in love when they're in love. But when they're not in love, they don't want to look at it. Or usually the guy could care less, but the next girlfriend doesn't want to look at Karen, you know. So so you, you, you help clean that up. We help clean that up. And I always tell them, I say, it's still there. We just don't have to look at it because it's not going to be gone. It's there. I'm right. just camouflaging it into your past. <laughs> like one of those nights you don't remember. No, I'm just <laughs> All right. Because sometimes they don't remember getting the tattoo, and then they every day since then in their really in their forties, and they're yeah. like, "When I was twenty-five, what was I thinking?" Smart. Yeah. All right. So I've had the tattoo. Uh, you finished your work. Yep. What happened? Clean what, it up. Okay, you clean it up. Yeah. Then what normally happens? Well, I'll wrap you up, um, and then we'll go over aftercare, how when to take care of it. When you wrap it up, what do you wrap it up with? Well, lately I just use saran wrap. There's second skin. That's a thing people use that they keep okay. it on there. Um, of course, bandages, depending on the area. If it's right. an easy area, I'll just wrap it with saran wrap, um, and then you take it off with an hour, and that's it's just less pulling with like a tape or a skin I got kind of thing. What is the uh, What do you send me home with? Well, actually, my wife makes aftercare from scratch here, uh, and she puts a lot of love into it, and we have all the ingredients written down so everybody knows what's in it and what it does. What does it do? It's just going to help uh, keep it moist and clean the top and keep it keep that top layer skin from getting so dry while it's healing because it's kind of like a sunburn right. where you're going to just have a skin separation. The top's going to peel off, um, and that's it. It's really so superficial, but I got you. people are so worried about how they heal and they're gonna heal fine. I understand. They heal fine. I understand. The ointment just helps keep it lotioned up for the first week or two and keeps it from being exposed to uh, any germs and stuff. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? 13 years in business, about 14, 15 tattooing. All right. How many would you say you've done in all those years? Uh, upwards of 20,000 tattoos. Wow. Yeah, it's That's crazy when tattoos. I think about it. We just averaged it the other day. Like if I did a couple of days for every day, it's for, yeah, it's, right. And I, they pretty busy, so. What are your hours of operation? Noonish to eightish, uh, Tuesday through Saturday. Tuesday through Saturday. Yep. What are your bookings? How do you book? Uh, you have to call or uh, text the shop number, and I book about two, three weeks out. Usually, depending on unless it's tax season, sometimes that's about a month or more out. Okay. So you want to not you want to plan a little bit before if you're getting a custom tattoo. 
in a shop that's not a walk-in only shop. Because obviously some other shops, you can just walk right in like a haircut at right, Fantastic right. Sam's. Right, right. I would like to be more of a boutique where you come in and we spend the time together. Smart. It doesn't really cost anymore. It's just the way I want to do business. I understand. With my client. I understand, I understand. Joel, what kind of folks come into a tattoo shop? Well, this one, everybody. <laughs> and then halfway in, they realize it's a tattoo shop and sometimes they slowly back out. And sometimes oh. they're super interested <laughs> to ask questions because they found themselves in a tattoo shop and it's not the normal headbanging music and da da da. That's why I'm here. Yeah. I truthfully, well, when you yeah. emailed me, I thought, I would love to go and learn. Yeah. This is, but and, what is your normal client? Oh man, 18 to 80. <laughs> That's about it. And we have professionals. I tattoo the local sheriffs. I tattoo a lot of law enforcement. Um, I mean, uh, nurses now. I mean, you know, Erlinger's gotten a little tough since they moved in on some of their yeah. policies, but they cover them up. Because guess what? It's long term. And if you want something, you want it. I can remember I practiced with a, uh, when I practiced law, a lawyer had a heart put on his chest. Wow. I mean, I you see all kinds. So that he had a heart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. No, no, I got, I got lawyer friends. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. All right, that's anyway. good, that's good. Um, Joel, this has been a blast. Okay, man, I yeah. have learned so much. Thank you, brother. Well, you're welcome anytime, Rick, and anybody else. Obviously, stop by and don't be scared. It's not, they're not that addictive and they don't rub off that easy, you know? And you have to make an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> you're not just walking in, so. Where do they, do they make appointment online or call you? Yeah, the, the Studio 1891 number is easy to find on Facebook or online yeah. or text this shop number. Okay, very So good. Catherine usually gets back with them if she doesn't answer right away. All right. Um, and then she makes all my appointments and I show up and work. And it's great because <laughs> it's way easier as an artist to be able to focus on the art and not the business side of it because I sure. like business, but I like people more. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Thank you for watching.